0: Uh, so how are you doing?
1: I'm I'm doing well. It's good yeah. to good to meet you after uh, watching you over these years.
0: Yeah, sure. So uh, so yeah, tell me what you're trying to accomplish. I, I saw a few notes in there or whatever, but let's let's start from scratch. What are you looking to to do here?
1: So I have a franchise chain with a couple hundred accounts, right? And they're in the um, SAT prep kind of um, industry. Okay, sure. So you know, I, over the years, I've 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 in passing mentioned to some of the franchisees, you know. If you want, I know you're complaining about the fees, and you know, we're squeezing it down as tight as we can. Right. But if you want, you could pass that fee on to the the customer, and they've said, I can't see that in our industry. I mean, it's 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 they're they're just going to take their business elsewhere. It's too competitive. It's it's, and I've gotten that feedback. But now, recently, a couple of people have inquired about it. Right. But in the last few weeks, I've seen some weird stuff about that surcharging. Amex not allowing surcharging anymore, and and different. I mean, this would be a cash discount setup anyway, right? Um, but I'm getting nervous that who's liable if Visa puts a kibosh on stuff, and and am I get am I getting into dangerous waters trying to? Piecemeal this together myself. Sure.
0: Well, yeah. well. First of all, I should definitely say I'm not an attorney, this is not legal advice. But- right.
1: I was apparently calling you or Adam Atlas. So-
0: <laughs> right. Right. Well, maybe both. Uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah. But I mean, for for my money, a couple things I would say. Um, number one, I think at this particular point in time, um, I think it's very unlikely that anything along those lines would happen. You know, in other words, it's very important to understand that Visa, Visa is set up to handle merchant. Com- they are set up to handle Um, complaints from issuing banks, right? That is the extent to which Visa has enforcement, right? So the way that it works with Visa is, or or any of the card brands, Amex included, if a consumer reaches out to American Express or reaches out to their issuing bank for Visa MasterCard and says, I was in a store, I was trying to buy this SAT prep and they added a fee to my debit card and I didn't like that, right? Well, that's going to initiate a complaint The issuing bank is then going to reach out to Visa and say, "This customer had a complaint at this merchant location." They're going to provide whatever supporting evidence they have. Then it will be up to Visa to follow up on that. Okay, so you know, as of right now, um, you know, it's there's not a lot of precedent, and so your question is a good one. It's just I don't know the right answer to it. In other words, who bears the brunt of the responsibility? So a couple things you can do with it. Um, one thing that you can do that a lot of processors have done is they've created a document of sorts, a one page document, like an addendum to the agreement that everybody signs about the cash discount program. And basically what this document says is that the merchant understands that they are responsible for following local laws, you know, uh, and, and compliance rules and that they understand there's visa rules. And so kind of like, a. Yeah putting it back on the merchant in a way and just saying, hey, um, you know, here's where we're at, right? Like, you know, you're gonna follow all the laws and everything like that. We mm-hmm. have this program, we believe it's compliant, you know, and all of that, but ultimately you're the merchant, you're the one that has the relationship with Visa and there are gonna, and, which makes sense. I mean, there really are gonna be local things. It's, you know, it's possible that, you know, these franchisees that are spread all over the country, mm-hmm. it's totally possible that one of them might get, uh, there might be a law that comes out in 12 months in their state that makes it where what they're doing with you is not compliant. And so it's ultimately up to them to keep tabs on that. Right. Um, and so you could do that. Um, the second thing you can do is um, you can leverage technology. So this is where like Zusa or, or um, you know, uh, Valor Paytech or a company like that might come into play. So you could keep them with the processor and potentially set them up with one of these technology solutions where the technology solution is providing this cash discounting. Right. And so now, The merchant is, you know, contracting with a technology company to provide a feature Mm -hmm. and how the merchant uses that feature is obviously up to them. I mean, there's, of course, many ways that the merchant could use a technology solution to do something that would be either illegal or not compliant. That's Mm -hmm. on them that they're using the technology solution. So you have all that. Um, The only other piece where I would say compliance is going to come into play a little bit is you want to be careful about your signage that you're creating, right? you know, because whoever provides that signage, um, you know, I mean, again, anybody can sue anybody for anything, right? Like it's, you know, your merchant could come back and sue you because you provided the signage, which confused their, their customers and that caused them reputational damage. Mm-hmm. So there's always going to be risk like that. I mean, there's no way to avoid that in business. Um, but I think being cautious about, you know, the creation of that, making sure you have documentation explaining why you created the sign that you did, the kind of signs I create for my consulting clients are very, um, verbose. You know, they have a, there's a lot of of language to the signs. I actually am not a big proponent of the like super simple little sign that goes up that says nothing, you know, Mm um, you know for me, what I look at is, okay, what am I what risk am I really trying to avoid? Well, of course, I want the customer to be informed first of all. But then secondly, if the customer is going to send something to their issuing bank, which is then going to go to Visa, I want to make sure that if they're sending a picture of the sign and the receipt, which is normally the evidence they would send, mm-hmm. I would like to make sure that those things scare Visa off a little bit and say like, I don't want to deal with that. So I'll give you an example. Um, you know, in some of the signs I've done, I'll put something in there with a little uh, proviso where I'll, I'll actually like put the the U.S. code for the section of the Durban Amendment that I'm referencing and saying this sign, you know, in smaller print, this sign serves as a notice to the customer of an increase in the regular price, you know, as per Durban Amendment section 5.3864 paragraph 2 you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, And so I'll do, and I'll usually do even other things in there, you know, like different visa rules or whatever, but I'll put some little things. So it's still a small sign. It just has a little bit of extra small print to kind of say, if visa gets a picture of it to say, this is a cash discount program. And we believe it's a cash discount program. And so as a result, does visa really want to come after this particular merchant that is using something? And there's clearly some kind of legal logic that went into this Creation, you know, so that that's my that's my opinion. So a couple of different ways you can go, but I think the liability shift, you definitely would want that to, of course, be more on the merchant than on yourself, you know. And right. best case scenario, you have a processor that's willing to take the liability as well, and, and they're willing to make sure everything's right. But of course, in this case, you don't. So right.
1: Um, so so um, getting back to your second the the tech the technology piece, like say Zusa for example, mm-hmm. um. Um, I haven't really looked into them other than just reviewing their website um, once or twice. And it looks compelling, but it's not, I'm not so much in the, in the retail POS market normally. Um, but I'm, I'm open to anything. But also well, ZUSA,
0: you know, the reason I started promoting them is because they've become more of a platform. So they do have the tablet POS, but they also have the really advanced gateway, e-invoicing. They even have an e-commerce platform. Um, right. They have a lot of different things like that.
1: Yeah. So, so so they obviously they could board a um, first data north, north mid right. you know which is what card connect would be right so then would it then come into and Zusa would then well I, if I were to construct the plan then I would need to do you know um, daily discounting, on the
0: card. So yeah. So I think I know where you're going. So let me, let me answer yeah. your question. So, so we have to understand there's two very different things we're talking about here. The yeah. first thing we're talking about is adding a fee at the point of sale, right? Right. That is the only place where compliance comes into it at all. You can charge the merchant, whatever you want to charge them. You can do daily right. discount, you can do flat rate, you know, you can set like none of that. There's, there's no gray area there, right? That's just yeah. billing. Okay. The only thing that matters is adding the fee. So as far as from a compliance perspective, right? And risk. So,
1: And and also the disclosure, like you said, the signage.
0: And the signage for sure. Yes. Yeah. But, you know, but again, the sign is about adding the fee, right? It's not, there's nothing on the sign that says this merchant is doing a daily discount, right? Like, so the idea is, you know, the technology solution would be the one adding the fee or more appropriately, the merchant would be, would be toggling on a feature that would be adding a fee to their technology solution that they have purchased, Right. Right. So the merchant is saying we are deciding to do this to our point of sale system. Well, you're not liable for that. How could you be right? Neither is Zuza. That's here's a technology solution. Do whatever you want with it. Right? right. So the idea would be they are doing that. Well, then on the back end, you're still doing everything you're talking about. Right. You're still going to do switch them to flat rate. You're going to do the daily discount. So all of that's going to be there. You're just taking care of adding the fee and, and even things like, you know, how it shows up on the receipt and the language that you use there and all like, Zusa and other solutions like that will allow you to kind of customize that a little bit as well.